now beaming into Nerd FT Radio. This is Nerd FT Radio, where nerds full-time explorers of the metaverse, surfers of the blockchain, and not in our mom's basement. Good Lord. I'm your host, RSG, a.k.a. Woodcutting Level 83. I'm getting there. And I'm here with Crypto Crier, a.k.a. The Slithering Crier. How That's are right. you? Slithering around. Dropping You're fools. Dropping fools, slithering around Hogwarts, just doing your thing. Hogging it. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, on my side, I'm the old school side. I'm playing a game that's like almost older than I am, pretty much. And I'm just <laughs> cutting wood. Hey, that's all I'm doing. Games that days. I go back and play like that. Pop, pop in some EQ or something like that from the early '90s. Oh yeah, those are the good yeah, ones. This is this those are the good is, ones. I'm definitely. I'm just cutting some wood, man. I found out that there's actually a pet you can get randomly in the game that if you're just cutting wood. It just pops up and it's a beaver. That's actually pretty funny. He just pops up out of nowhere. But all right, let's get into it. We have a awesome topics today. One of them, I honestly cry. I thought maybe in the year 2025 or 26, 27, but shit, we're doing it already in 2023. And it pretty much looks like OpenSea is it's dying. It's going down. I really thought they had a grip on the NFT market side of things and blur Blur's there. Cryer, what are your thoughts on this? Again, the volume, as you yeah, can tell, sure. is just crazy. We just had the release of the Blur token. And on the wake of that, like coming out in the beginning before it came out, we had a lot of volume going through Blur. I'm pretty sure since the beginning of February, Blur has beat OpenSea in volume every day since then. And now that they released the token, it's crushing them every day now it's 70 percent volume they're getting like 18 percent of volume they really flipped them pretty quickly and the reason i think that is you know obviously people like tokens people like participating that's the you, you reward people who are loyal to you and everyone that's been doing that forever that's how uniswap got its dominance they gave everybody yeah. tokens everyone's used them since then um and you build up that brand loyalty somebody, but when you have something that's predatory, charging 2.5% rates, doesn't have any interest in supporting their community of people, and doesn't have any, none of the features are even better. It's usually, it's actually worse because you can't only, you can only shop OpenSea. You can't shop OpenSea, LooksWare, XUY2, every single marketplace through Blur or other aggregators like Gem or Genie, or actually Genie got bought by Uniswap. Essentially... They're dying out there. You still have to go through their open C contract. If you're buying stuff on blur, people will still be there. But over time, I think they're going to peter out. And that's because web three people can vote with their wallets way easier. They don't have your money in an account on open right? You don't have, it's not like Coinbase. You got stored in there or something like that. Same thing with Dapper. That's why I don't like Dapper very much because they get your top shot stuck in there, and then they have money in there. Then you have to withdraw. There's like a bunch of extra steps. Yeah. You just be like, I'm going to click MetaMask. I'm going to hit withdraw, and I don't That's even it. have to just disconnect my wallet. I don't have to ever go there again. Just choose not to open that website ever again. And you don't have to actually do any off leaving, offboarding, really. That makes it where these go up really fast. They go, they don't have that staying power anymore or they how what was it wells fargo wells fargo every time you like uh, added a bank account they would continually add bank accounts and try to get you to sign up for new things so every, whenever you left it would be like a nightmare and they literally oh got yeah for this so that's essentially what's been going on in web 2 that's 
we have to overcome that. And now it's more, I don't have to do anything. I just don't ever go to that website again. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to call them. I don't have to go on customer service to get my money back. I don't have to do any of this stuff. So it makes it the friction way easier. OpenSea doesn't treat me well. I don't want to pay five times more and marketplace fees and their product is not as good. So let's go somewhere new. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that somewhere new is like what we've been talking about the last like at least month, two months, three months. It's been blur. Everyone's been talking about it, using it. We said bad things about it. Now we're saying good things about it. That's where I would say changed. they're still pretty predatory, like it's... blur in general, because they they're make they're just <laughs> making wash trades like left yeah. everyone's just wash trading now. So their volume is practically pumped we up. We saw but... this we saw this with a looks rare when everything was yeah. going on. It was exactly, and that's where the know, stat came from where what was it 52 48% of all NFT NFTs trades were all NFTs wash, were wash yeah. trades, but it definitely spiked with all the new additions of X2Y2 oh, and all absolutely. that stuff. It's going to happen in the space especially when you have some incentive to reward people who are wash trading realistically. But again, like you know, there's that's on them. They're doing the wash trading. If you don't, I don't wash trade. You don't wash trade. The people who are participating in doing that are generally, I don't know, not in either the U.S. or don't care Very or what they're doing or de yep. degen it up a little bit. Very and they have big stacks well. usually. But I think the the idea of this is that they have made you go to the website all the time. It's that they got yeah. you in a routine of going to it, and that's what the problem with looks rare did. They was like, here's much tokens. You should use us instead of going, we're going to do season one, season two, season three, airdrop, keep you strung along. You get extra bonus, you get backs and you get chests. Oh my goodness. Well, listen, remember, because, because this space is so new, Blur was able to see what looks rare did wrong. Looks rare was able to see what OpenSea did wrong and Blur again, was able to see all of it as well. So they're making it in a way, and that's what we see. It's innovative ways, not even innovative, just different ways of doing things that are going to be successful because others tried it, they weren't successful, and Blur has that opportunity to go in and try all the successful things out, have to avoid all the things that were wrong. Again, on the open sea side, the crazy thing for me is that what they did with the royalties after everything that they talked about, how royalties are here to stay, yeah. all this and that. And they actually <laughs> just came out and said, you know what? We're moving to optional royalties to fight blur. So that's just yeah. like insane. I know you and I were always going to be on that same, on that same side of like 90% of what NFTs, like the technology behind it and like yeah. what it could do it helps reward creators instead of the middlemen the royalty so that this side of it that's going on i really i necessarily or i literally just don't like because again yeah. royalties is a big play for a lot of people and when and now I they're talk fighting NFTs over the people, that yeah now they're like you're banned for my using my stuff and then blur came back found a way to loophole that and then said actually you're banned from using our platform yeah. So it's like a it's, back and forth. It's just a bunch of idiots. I don't understand. There's plenty of room for all these things to exist. People choose what they like. There's always going to be competition. You and again, the... like you're not going to get rid of OpenSea because everyone's still using, you can still use the OpenSea contract and it is yeah. used a, a bunch in all of these aggregators. But until people stop listing there, I think will be people, it'll be like the Coinbase thing where like, I've already been to OpenSea to say that. and the, av the most amount of users by far is still OpenSea. Yeah, they're just not buying stuff. They're just they're buying small they're things. Waiting. The volume is all going through a blur because those are like the power users and like the people who are flipping and shit. And they're so, doing it. Yeah. And they, yeah, exactly. They get rewarded for doing it. 
It's just uh, it's just funny that they're just fighting over it. It's, it's gonna to be it's gonna be a long time of them. You know the meme? Yeah, you know the meme where it's Squidward looking outside. That's yeah. Squidward is a uh, Coinbase Open. NFT marketplace. Coinbase, and then OpenSea oh, oh, looks rare. All of them are just like hanging out outside, and it's just. It, what a shitty situation it should be for the NFT or Coinbase NFT marketplace. Like we thought that was going to be like the thing and it was literally nothing. It was the worst fail. Ethan volume total. Yeah, It's like the worst fail apps. Like it's crazy. But the other thing I did want to mention was that OpenSea sees blur as an enemy, as a competitor in all of this. And because of that, like we said before, they moved the optional royalties. We already talked about that. But the other thing that we have not talked a little bit about was what they also did or what they also said, excuse me. And what they said was they're going to find ways to explore. They're pretty much going to explore ways to reward its loyal users. So the speculation obviously is, they're going to turn off the 2.5 collection fees. Well, I thought they did that for a little bit. That's there. It's it just, it's active right now. Yeah, you know, it's active. No fees so you right don't now. have to do it. And they're like, please come back over on our side. So we'll <laughs> see. But I'm more interested. Put that all to the side. The DGen in me, the what, missing out on the blur drop. By the way, I only got 59 blur tokens. <laughs> so I, I didn't make a lot of money there. Ooch. But what I wanted to say was open C. If you hear me now, come on the podcast, number one. But number two, Give me that token. I'm trying to spend some money, but that's all I had to say. Yeah, just begging open sea, like poor, please poor us. Token. Please, please, we're down so bad. We'll see. I mean, listen, we're waiting for open sea and we're waiting also for MetaMask. Where the heck is that token? So Neither we just have to ever coming, ever coming, right, 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 <laughs> but um, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, we'll see. but um, the other thing I did want to mention that we got to talk about, and it's once again the segment of what. Big Web2 companies coming in the space. But this one, we already knew they were coming in. They already said that they want to go in. But the major thing that happened, which, by the way, the company is called YouTube. You know that thing where you watch videos all the time? Yeah, that company. Their CEO actually stepped down. And the person that stepped up into the role is actually a crypto bro. By the crypto name. bro. A crypto bro by the name of... I already forgot his name, to be honest. It's Neil Mohan, if I'm not Mohan. mistaken. Yeah. Yes. Neil Mohan. And everyone outside of the Web3 space is pissed. I have to read these freaking comments to you, Cryer. Give me one second. Let me pull this up because you're going to laugh. Let me pull it up. If I can find it. Yeah, I feel like the Let's more times see. you make people mad, the least they're talking about it. There's no bad press. Is my thought. It's it's ridiculous, man. Everyone's like, there it goes. YouTube is now finally heading over to the bad side. It's going to be awful. There's going to be crypto scams all over the place. Blah, 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 blah. I had someone else I was reading. I can't find it. I don't know where I had it, but someone mentioned, hey, guys, don't worry. Remember, Reddit did this, and it wasn't that bad. Everyone forgot about the NFTs after a little while, so don't worry. We'll be fine. And all of this, again, it's just crazy to me that people don't see it obviously it's changed it's different it's new and that's what scares people and they and when you think about crypto if you're outside of the crypto space if you think about nfts and you're outside of the nft space the only news that you ever hear 
is the bad is news. The big, yeah, negative news. Is yeah. negative news. So when generally when that happens, obviously it, with the big news of this guy coming in to the spot of CEO and what he could bring to the table for us, we're like, dude, this is awesome. This is going to be so successful. They're going to play into things. It's going to be great. But on the other side, they're like, we don't want your monkey. We don't want your monkey NFTs, your pictures on our beautiful company yeah. page or anything. So what do you think about this? What do you, let me ask you, Cryer. With all the technology at hand with the blockchain and with NFTs, contracts, everything like that, how do you see YouTube playing into all of this? I would say probably something along the lines of like royalty or like brand loyalty, something like that. There's like the whole war with Twitch and YouTube gaming type platforms. Who's getting more royalties? Who's getting what's the best? Um, and as we go down this category or not a category, just the pathway that we're heading down currently, it's going to be the people who are getting royalties are the individual influencer type person who gets all the views stuff like that these small percentage differences are going to be adding up quite a bit i can see something you do along the lines with the loyalty brand nft thing with content creators maybe like a platform for content creators to launch their own tokens for social social tokens stuff like that there's a couple there's definitely a lot of things they already have the whole bits thing on twitch do they have anything the same thing on youtube gaming side like streaming i don't know to be, I've never actually watched something on YouTube. On I could see side. something along those lines too. I, We've seen stuff like that. And I think we're heading that route of micropayments to people that you like and just skipping all the middlemen type thing. So we're already at that. We're not too I, far off from that stage. And I don't think people really care like when they don't know it's really there. Yeah, you know what I mean? like exactly. Just, just that's what I was going to say. We saw that with Reddit. They clicked it. They claimed, oh, that's it. Done. But look at it. I need to read this to you. So looking forward to YouTube Web3, where there are no commercials, but you have to watch NFTs of monkey cartoons for two hours per day. That's <laughs> one of the funnier ones. And the other one's like, shit, maybe we finally get a competitor, though. Uh, what was the other one? Are we even surprised there are so many fake billionaires created from the crypto scheme? Some of them are bound to find their way into higher places of power. Why do you think this is bad? This just gives creators more tools in their arsenal to interact with their audience more personally, reward their most dedicated fans, and monetize their content more beyond ad revenue. That's a nice one. That's a great one. We should focus on that one. But the other one that I wanted to say was, oh, looks like the new YouTube CEO may be a crypto bro. This could add to the scams that YouTube already sees if it implements crypto onto the platform. Nice. Yeah. The average person got scammed recently. FTX. Yeah. People that was Put one of the back. most used, you know, five steps small forward, accounts. 20 yeah. steps. It's not, we're, there's a lot of neg- negative sentiment and that's portrayed. And this will be that way for a while and stuff like that. And when it becomes not really about the scams that are actually not through blockchain and more so like on the centralized exchange side, which is usually the way it happens most of the time, unless there's like an exploit, which is also that will be possible security and stuff like that. But I definitely think that. The farther we progress, the more likely it is. The easier it becomes, the better the UI becomes. Just it's a better experience overall. I, I, I think it's a good move. They always again, like we've seen so many companies pick CEOs that are pretty deep into crypto. I think that's something that shows you that a lot of people are leaning this direction or see the value of at least just blockchain in general. You know what I mean? It's not it doesn't have oh, to yeah. be specific. Someone's specific. There is benefits, but it'll just take a long time to educate the the patient, the patients, the people, <laughs> the patients. And that's what we're doing here at Nerd FT Radio presented by NRN. And that's what we're doing at NRN as well with all the content that we're making. But 
the one Dr. last thing I did Dr. want to Cryer talk about came up for a little bit there. Yeah, Doctor Cryer came in there <laughs> for a second, but the one thing I did want to mention was when he was chief product officer at YouTube, he was the one that wanted to integrate NFTs to give creators of the platform more opportunities to earn. We yeah. see this what's happening with Twitter as well, where Elon wants to bring more creators to Twitter by sharing that revenue, sure. by sh sharing by revenue, sharing that because revenue that's, from, that's what's going on. Absolutely. Or making it easy. Like you don't have to have, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just micropayments. If you have a tweet that goes viral, you're going to get a little payment, you know? Yep. It makes sense. You want the best of the best. Listen, or, the... Yeah. Even if it's 20,000, 30,000, 40,000, 100,000, that tweet that went viral that generated Twitter Something. millions of dollars, oh, yeah, that for them for 20, much, yeah. 30, 40, 50,000, whatever you're, even if it's 100 bucks, just put it like that. That's so small. And that's all it takes to have your creators come to your platform and be happy with your platform instead of going to a competitor where they're not getting that. So, yeah. We're in the era, and I really do think it's from the NFT side of things. We're in the era of seeing more share revenue on the sense yeah. of the audience as well as the creators as well as just overall. It's not one industry or one company just collecting 99.9999%. Now we're seeing it a little bit different. That's what's so great about everything that we've seen since since I started this pod or we started this podcast together for sure and, and it's like when we had well, talk when we talked with Minsky yeah he was like big into the whole scene and knew all the stuff for streaming and stuff like that for the founder of gaming ape club or whatever they that's the route people are going it's just the there's so many competing platforms now it's not a monopoly on twitch anymore so now you're able to get views on a bunch of different things monetize them better possibly depending on your demographic and stuff like that and it makes a big difference, and it's become like one of the largest industries. Realistic games have probably one of the most exponential growth sectors, especially in like the esports side. Some of the esports players make more than like most professional athletes, like the top ones. Like by, by the way, one upcoming product or any something that's upcoming that I saw and we've laughed about before pickleball by the way I just wanted this is really off topic but I was just like changing changing through yeah it's great I, this is what I happened I was just changing the channel on YouTube TV and I don't know we're on ESPN it was pickleball I'm like wait a minute no way so I started watching it and it's yo this is dope but the really funny thing I just again very off topic but I had to say something the funny thing about the end I watched like a full match and at the end of the match they're doing like sponsors and whatnot and they showed like the upcoming tournaments and it said don't reminder don't forget to go and sign up for these tournaments i'm like i've never in my entire life heard a sports league straight up just tell the audience of them listening to their sports league yeah. like hey go sign up i've never it was just super, yeah go sign up for the nba go sign up for <laughs> the like, mlb uh, tryouts or this time i've like just never Eagle invincible or whatever yeah. <laughs> yep. I've never seen it. It was just funny to me. And I had to mention it to you because I know you love, you're a very, you love this. Uh, you played tennis growing up, right? Yeah. I'm a big tennis guy. Yeah. You're a big yeah, tennis. So, so obviously, tennis, I, was I like tennis, ping pong, pickleball. pickleball, ping pong. Yeah, they're all great. Anything, Anything with, with the paddle and a ball, yep. we'll whack it. Yeah. You're going to whack them, except baseball. <laughs> it's not a racket. I like baseball. So it's, well, it's not no, a racket, just, but yeah, I do. Yeah, I like the act of playing baseball. I don't like not watching, watching baseball. Correct. Yeah, I, I, yeah, watch I actually do like live games. I just don't like live is phenomenal. TV. It's oh yeah, it's I just love, a good atmosphere. I love it. Yeah, I agree. It's a, it feels like a an event that you're going to instead of just a game, but you can do a bunch of stuff. But let's nerd out a little bit, Cryer. I know you didn't you did half of your home. <laughs> you did half of your homework. You watched yeah. 
episode five of The Last of Us. We'll talk about that in a second. I did the other half of our homework, and it was to go see Ant-Man and Wasp into the Quantumania or whatever you want to call it, Ant-Man 3. And Kang just stole the show. That's all I got to say. Not going to ruin anything. I've been saying that forever. Yeah, Kang stole the frick. Yeah, he's Kang stole the show. Unbelievable. This actor is phenomenal. He's about to be in another movie, Creed 3. That's coming out very shortly. But this movie, it felt messy. It wasn't bad. I wouldn't say it's, I'd say like a 7.1 out of 10. I'd rank it as the 19th movie in the MCU. Um, I listen, I got my list opened up. I'll tell you exactly. 7.162. 7.1, but it is here. Let me pull it up really quick. It is worse than the first Black Black Panther, but it's better than the than Thor: Love and Thunder. So that's where it's at right oh, now. Oh, I love list. Thunder. So I think this one was better than Love and Thunder. So we'll see what okay. you think on that oh, end. I'm but excited. I will and say, Ant Man is one of my favorites. So Ant Man one is a an incredible movie. So that. I'll say it as well. It wasn't better than the first one. A lot of people on the internet have been saying that it's better. It's the best one. I don't think so. The audience score is like in the seventies, maybe low eighties, but this is the worst, like rotten It has the lowest score on the critic side of any Marvel movie ever. So, wow. Yeah. On the MCU side, like obviously we're not talking about fantastic four movie with Michael B. Jordan and the other guys, they had such a great cast, but that movie was atrocious, (laughs) but uh, the movie is messy. It feels rushed. The action, though, and the scenery, the being in the quantum realm, yeah, the quantum insane. Realm. And the thing that we talked about before, you and I have talked, it felt, it truly did feel like a Star Wars movie. The characters and the creatures and all these uh, different like species and races of all, it, just, it was just insane. It was literally a Star like the Wars Star movie. Wars of yeah, it was a star. It like felt like a Star Wars movie. Super awesome. And remember, there is two post credit scenes. So there's a mid and an end. And the mid is nuts. And the last one is insane. Both of them phenomenal. <laughs> Probably the best thing in the whole movie was the post credit and the end credit, or the <laughs> mid credit or whatever. But uh, you got to go watch. I know you're going on Tuesday. You told me that. Yes, sir. So, so we'll talk a little bit about nice. it later on. But Cryer, we got to talk about the greatest episode of TV ever in the history of the television, <laughs> the modern television. Cryer, that episode five of The Last of Us. It was very good. Wow, I wouldn't go the best t- TV show. And tell me I what episode like was better than that. Give me a show that had a better. Uh, episode. I would say the epi- like the end of Breaking Bad is probably my one of my all time favorites. I'm gonna say something. A lot of people are gonna be pissed about this. I'm. I don't like Breaking. Bad. I don't like Breaking Bad, man. It's That's a great fun. show, but like everyone has it in the top five. So well. I have it in like my like. I'd rather watch a lot more. I don't know. That wasn't really into it that much. I still think Westworld is better. Oh, I Westworld's love Westworld phenomenal. season one. The ship was yeah. awesome. I'm I love this. They've side. done an incredible job. Like, no, I'm definitely oh, not dogging that, but not best ever. But that's yeah. the best episode of TV I've ever seen. <laughs> What's up there for me? The the Red Wedding, Game of Thrones, The Battle of the Bastards, Game of Thrones. I don't remember the episode, but it was one episode in Sons of Anarchy. You ever watched Sons? Yeah, I don't. I never finished Sons of Anarchy. I thought Ooh, I only did like season. Four I love. Do I have Jack's Teller Funko around here? I think it's at my <laughs> parents' house. But uh, there's an episode that it's like it's not a wedding. It was actually a funeral, and at the end of the funeral, just shit goes down. That episode like s- just sticks in my head. There's another one. Did you ever watch Gotham? 
No, I watched like so. There's an episode. There's an episode of Gotham that was like just stuck with me as well. It was when Penguin just had an RPG and all the villains came out of nowhere. It was phenomenal. That's that one. And then Westworld. What episode of Westworld that just blew my mind? I think is when we found out that find out that Bernard was not. Yes. Yep. That's another one. I'm like, like, what the hell just happened? That's another one. But I'll personally say again, and I'll. Yeah, I'm putting my stamp of approval. This episode was my favorite episode of any show I've ever seen. And the crazy thing of it all was all the emotions that you felt watching this episode. You got happy. You got sad. You got anger. You got... Roller coaster. It was literally just a roller coaster. And the end of that episode, I was I would just look at Carolina while she was sobbing. I was crying too. <laughs> and I'm just looking. I'm like, what the hell just happened? Yeah, that was fucking terrible. <laughs> That was so <laughs> insane. And the one thing I did want to mention, are you watching at, at the end of Game of Thrones as well as The Last of Us? Yeah, even the, Westworld the behind, as well. Like the, yeah, yeah. the behind the scene. Sure. That was so awesome to see how like the guy that created the game is so heavily involved. And when yeah. he mentioned that they were the producer and him were like talking and said, Hey, what if we make this character death? And then the guy that created the game was like, How the hell did I not think about that? He's that was such a smart move. He's like, damn. But like, I love that. Like, I love the whole back end of it. I'm literally like seconds away from buying a PlayStation just to play this freaking game. Yeah, that's good, man. Like, it, it's crazy. But, uh, but yeah. Yeah, but like, you see that little spot over there? Oh, no. You see that spot where that helmet is right there? Yeah. That's going to be going somewhere. The helmet's going somewhere else. So I'm just going to have an empty spot. So imagine if I just put a PlayStation <laughs> there, a $500 PlayStation, just so it yeah, looks you nice. You got That's pretty blur. much what I'm trying. You got your $59 for the blur. Yeah, that, that'll help me <laughs> that'll help me pay a little bit of it. What would you sell it at? You still got it. I, don't, I haven't claimed it. Oh. It's just there. It, bro. Hey, listen. Get to 10 bucks, and I'll claim. I promise I'll claim that. 500 bucks, I got it. But yeah, no, that pretty much... Wraps it up for the nerd side of things. Cry, you got anything else? Hey, let me ask you, how's Hogwarts? We, I oh, called your AK was that? Like, what, what's Hogging going on? Right now? No, it's great. Game's phenomenal. And Good. there's a bunch of new mods. The first of all, I'm just like an evil wizard. I always go evil the first playthrough, I feel like, for any game. It's, it's you have to, man. <laughs> just wreak havoc. I don't know. Kill, are you killing everyone? <laughs> Not, I will be soon. I'm, I haven't oh. gotten my oh, death yeah, spell yet. What's it? What's it, is it actually just called a death spell or what's the, the spell? Ave Cavadadra or whatever? Cavadra okay. or something like that. Ave Cavadra. But yeah, I haven't gotten that yet. I've gotten like the first one that's you can torture people or you can do the control, mind control, Imperio, Curcio. But uh, yeah, it's a fantastic game. Like it's such a good game. It's Skyrim. It's single player only. So that's the only downside. I wish it was multiplayer. It'd be such a fucking good multiplayer game. Even if it was like just co-op story or something like that, it'd still be awesome. But the cinematic is incredible. It reminds me of like Mass Effect quality. I love the choices. You can choose to be good, choose to be bad. It's not like super deep on that side, but they're the only complaint that I've ever seen or that I thought would Ooh. be such a really cool addition was the game Bully. It was like a rockstar game i know, I, I know bully i've yeah, never like played some it, of that kind of stuff to. with the the like the loyalty type systems or like the did you ever play that game or i never played it but okay. i always wanted they had to, a but... really just a really good like system inside how the like, school worked and i've heard right. of people that, that would be that would fit so well here and it was a missed opportunity but everything else has been just absolutely phenomenal it's like really in depth like spell making you have to learn all these spells all the time and you have to learn like potions and herbs and gather all these things let me ask um, you on the spell side do you have yeah. to click 
X, Y, like multiple things to do the spell. Do you have to memorize the spells? I think that'd be dope. It's like that because they make it so you can only, so each, you have four spell bars and each spell bar has only four spells. So you have to like, if you want to keep up rotations of switching, it's like you, you have all your four spells. So maybe you'll levitate somebody and then hit him with a fireball and then you'll uh, pull them towards you and then you'll blow a inferno ring of fire or whatever around them or something like that. And then you can switch to your next set of bars. So it's like F1, F2, F3, R4. And I think it's like triggers on the controller. And then you have a new set, like a new set of spells to cast. Okay. So on that side, it is, it's not, it doesn't seem super easy. Like if you put on the very hard mode, it's very, it's really hard. Like the next playthrough, I can definitely tell I'm going to be struggling because I've already died a couple of times. And it's, uh, you get, you can get overwhelmed with enemies pretty quickly. You, it's, you have to do a lot of like perfect dodge or, or like yeah, perfect. Yeah, perfect blocking or whatever and some of the bosses have you have the pattern that they're attacking with something that you have to like on the elden like a really that star wars game remember the star wars game the was it force, uh, the, the force awaken no that's the no, movie um, that was the fallen order fallen order yeah like yeah. that where the bosses weren't like insanely difficult but they were they were like really challenging you, like you might die like a toy when you played when like we that. fought vader at the end i definitely had to put the I had to put it down in a little, like a little, a little tappy bit. tap. Yeah, a little tap of. I couldn't beat that. I just couldn't beat Vader. It was so yeah. annoying. Even probably a little bit easier than that. But again, like the, all the mechanics are really good. And way, most that... of the time, when you have like spells in games, I feel like they're not fun. There's like spell casting versus like, going in with a sword. I feel like usually the sword combat is usually a bit more clean or a little bit feels better. nicer. Uh, feels a little bit easier, a little bit better. And then like spell casting is cooldown. Hit him for a spell and then you have an eight second cooldown and wait. And then you hit him with another spell while you're attacking with your sword. And this one is just, you have to, if you want to do well and not get hit, you have to put in a lot of combos and yeah. there's cooldowns you got to worry about for all your spells and stuff like that. So okay. they do really good combat. Okay. Yeah, that's something I'm probably going to end up getting it very soon. The other game, by the way, I just can't wait. And I just have to talk to you about it because I know you're a massive fan of this is the new Zelda. I'm not going to see outside. Like, yeah, Zelda's awesome. And again, there's a little bit of that too in this one because there's a lot of puzzles and stuff like that also. Okay. I'm a big, like, it's got a really good mix of everything. I'm, I was, I like again, that. I'm really happy. But yeah, Zelda's fucking incredible. Breath of the Wild was such a good game. And I think that's this a top gonna, five for me. Yeah, it's going to be. Oh, yeah. I sure. love Breath of, Breath of the Wild. Or, yeah, it was just unbelievable. But uh, the other thing I did want to also mention before we go were you ever a big Metroid fan? I played. A lot of the older ones, for sure. I think the Wii they just one, remastered I think, was... It. They just remastered one of the old ones, and it's actually nice. on Switch now. You're able to buy it on the store. But again, everyone's waiting for that Metroid. I think it's 5. That's the. I think we just yeah. got 4, now we're getting 5. So just waiting on that side. I think I played one on the Wii a lot. I remember the one okay. that had one of the... That was really good. But I wasn't like really into that one a lot. Yeah, but absolutely. Yeah, there's some, but, definitely um, some good shit coming out. There's some, there's some awesome games coming out. But and the last thing I did want to mention, this is a shout out to my friend Enrique, Holly, and my girlfriend Carolina. I just whoop their asses in Mario Party. So I just had to just say that right here yeah. live Drop on it. the podcast. You're welcome for showing you how to play the game the right way. Yeah. That's... The thing was we were doing our favorite games of the year at the beginning of the year. Hogwarts wasn't even on my radar at all. And I was yep. like, it's gonna be like shitty. Yeah, you're like, oh, it's probably WB, not be good. It's going to be questionable. Yeah. So that's yeah, awesome when we get that. So we got, oh my God, I can't wait for all these games that are coming out. I finally have some time to start playing some of them, except RuneScape. I'm just AFKing the hell out of this. I'm still going right now. 
just chopping some wood. But that pretty much wraps it up for us. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Nerd FT Radio. And we'll catch you later this week with some more nerd stuff. Peace. Nerd it up later. Peace.